is that little bit before the bit where we talk about doing the bit, isn't it? Yes. Oh. How you doing? Good? Yeah, good, man. You? Yeah. yeah, recovered. No, Griff. I'm tied to the tracks and the, the train's fast coming. What, are you strapped to the wing with the engine running? <laughs> you say that wasn't in your plan. And don't mess around with the demolition man. But we're going to anyway. With some free seashells and some Taco Bell. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the Paul and Griff show. You got myself, Paul. You got myself, Griff. Oh, we're here after a year. My Happy dear. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh, we have. Um, yes. Oh. Who would have thought it, eh? I know, 52 weeks. The pandemic is still going. A show born in the <laughs> pandemic. It's nearly yeah. out. But yeah, we're, we're one year to the day by the time you're hearing this. If you're hearing this when the day the episode came out. If not, what the hell are you doing with yourselves? Oh. But yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a wild ride. It's been an enjoyable ride. It has been. Get to watch a few movies, make a few notes. That's what we do best. But um, yeah, it's good. And guess what we're doing this week? Oh, we're doing a little um, little Demolition Man movie? Yeah, we're doing more movies and more notes. Because this week we're looking at Demolition Man. We're looking at our top six action heroes. Yep. And guess what? Well, you already know, but people don't know. They should the great se- the disgrace separation. This is this is it. Oh yeah, I thought you were going to say <laughs> the movie news. Yeah, this is it. The the degree of separation. This is the is... last. And and must I say, now watching this movie again, I did say I forgot Jesse Ventura is in this movie, yeah. and I watched it, and he's still quite forgettable, and I can't yeah. even believe he gets a pre credit like announcement. And he doesn't even say a word. Need to. Just doesn't laugh. need to. Like Terry Funkin' Roadhouse. Terry Funkin' <laughs> um, Yeah, no, this is the end of Separation. So obviously, I'm not going to pick a film next week. But stay tuned to the end of the show because we will tell you what season four has in for you. And that's starting next week. So that is... Well, it's fucking exciting, to be honest with you. But before we get to all that, we have to start like we do every week. And that is with this week's movie news. Bum, bum, bum. Um, yeah, where else can we start apart from the Oscars? Um, I kind of tried to stay up to watch it. Um, I bailed out about 3.15 UK time. Um, it was it was different. It was different. Um Obviously, I don't know if you've seen it in the news, Paul, but they put Best Actor on last, which is oh, wow, which is crazy, which made everyone think that it was we won by uh, a posthumous um, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, which I think everyone was kind of gearing towards, and then it was run by Sir Anthony Hopkins, who wasn't in any. It was really weird as well. So again, if you haven't seen it. Because of travel restraints, there were different places around the world. So Chetra Bowen Cohen was actually watching it from Sydney. Olivia Coleman, who was nominated for Best Actress, the Best Sporting Actress in The Father, was watching it from the BFI. But um, Sandy Hopkins wasn't at any location. I think because of his age, he was just in Wales and he kind of did his exceptional speech over Instagram. Which is a bit. So there's a little bit of um, it, it was it was just it was just very different every kind of host gave out two awards and rather than a normal kind of oscar ceremony you see clips they actually gave you a little story about each person as they did it i kind of i think it kind of worked i, I didn't like the kind of in, in memoriam bit because that felt like someone was just pressing fast forward and yeah nomad lad i think was the the biggest winner with three Best Actress, Best Director, and Best Film. Um, yeah, it's just, I think, 
waking up this morning, a lot of people wasn't happy about the whole um, Patrick Bozeman not winning. But doesn't mean like take out an Anthony Hopkins. It's not his fault. Well, yeah. It's just some people just do kind of like get take things a little bit personal, and um, it it is what it is. I don't know why they decided to put best actor on first. Um, but usually it's best picture. Maybe they didn't want another La La Land. Um, I did notice some of the people, like, when they did it, actually showed their answer to the screen, as in, like, yeah, I haven't made a, <laughs> I haven't made a tits up. <laughs> Little proof. <laughs> Little proof. It's um, to get out not attending this year, though, isn't it? I, I didn't think they were, like, allowed to not attend. But, um, well, yeah. Because you've got to sit in your house in, like, a dress or a suit. It's sort of a bit... Yeah, it's crazy. They're just... What do you think, poor Olivia Coleman at two o'clock in the morning in the BFI? <laughs> it's been really eerie. Uber Eats um, turned up. Yeah, I tapped out about 3.15. I think he literally gave out Best Supporting Actress, Brad Pitt. I thought I'd wait for the pit to to come and go. And then um, I tucked myself back into bed. Um, I'd done my, my stint for the year. That's um, lovely. Uh, there wasn't a lot of trailers out this week, but there were some. We had a trailer for The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, which I believe is The Conjuring 3. Is that correct? I think so, I think. yeah. Um, I've not seen any of them. Um, this did look like, it kind of did look like paint by numbers, kind of. You got a little kid getting frightened. You got shocks. I'd probably watch it if I was kind of if we were talking about it. I don't know if I'd watch it <laughs> if we wasn't, because um, I haven't seen the other two. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I thought it looked quite cool in its own sweet way. I had a couple of good one-liners. I think you had the sort of line about people swear to God and you believe of, we need to start believing in the devil as well. <laughs> Something like that, and I thought, yeah. Come on. That was, that was, quite, that was quite a cool quote. Um, he, lo- he loves a good horror film, old Patrick Wilson. That's a couple of shit ones as well. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Including The Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It. Um, who knows? Who knows? Um, oh. It's due to come out 28th of May, 2021. Um, yeah, we'll see what it's like. Uh, and the other trailer we got was West Side Story, which more of a teaser trailer. Didn't really show us much. Um, I don't even know what the story is about, so I'm not going to pretend. Uh, adaptation, an adaption of the 1957 musical West Side Story explores forbidden love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. The main highlight for me was it was directed by Steven Spielberg, which they put in big kind of... Um, not not as much as old... Um, what's his name? Suicide Squad. Oh, James Gunn. <laughs> not as much as James Gunn in your face. But... Um, <clears throat> Yeah, I just thought Spielberg, and I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it'll do well. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not the sort of film that I, I go for. It's not a bit of me, but obviously it is a classic and stuff, so it's going to be decent. It, you know, Spielberg's behind it and all this. I hope it's just not too epic, because sometimes it can go against it, but I'm sure people will love it. I hope it's not too long either. Um, oh, very nice. Has got, I haven't got, hasn't got a runtime here yet. But, You're um, still watching it. Still, still on the cutting room floor. Yeah, budget still of a, a budget of a hundred million. Jesus Christ! hundred million. What would you do? <sighs> probably make. If I had a hundred million, I'd probably buy a villa in Hollywood. In Hollywood. Yeah, just rent it out to some of the stars. Would we'll never stay there. I love, I love England. Love England too much, but yeah. Get her in Hollywood and sell a caravan in Chelsea, <laughs> and just rent them out, and just watch Soccer AM DVDs from MCX for fifty p. Do you know they got rid of the fifty p section? It's now a pound section. Bastards. Cheeky it's, bastards! Who tried to claw back that um, that money? Isn't it? Oh, not happy. Went in CX the other day. Now everything is kind of. Not everything's open, but shops are now open. If I have a look at CEX, and usually they have a 50p wall of DVDs, that is now a pound wall of DVDs. And I'm like, oh, 
going to take my business to the What about someone wearing a Sub-Zero mask in CEX? How about that for a story? I oh, know you said that. It's like you say, it's kind of cool, but yeah, I agree. Kind of a twat. <laughs> yeah, so basically, I, I was shopping at CEX and I, obviously everyone's wearing masks. It's a bit of a pandemic going on. And uh, if someone's wearing a Sub-Zero mask. Like It was proper like hard case mask. And I looked at him and I thought, that's pretty cool. I thought, no, it's only cool when you're in CEX. But once you step outside, you're a little bit of a twat. Did you shout to him, to your Sub-Zero, now playing Zero? No, I did slap my belt around his face and go, get over here. Get over here. Oh, I'm annoyed that that's out. And everyone in America is bragging that, like, that it's good. But um, yeah, I but... don't know when we're getting it. Well, I was going to watch um, Street Fighter with um, John claude Van Damme again. That's going to teach them. Oh, I hate that film. It hates you. Oh, the... There's a line in it. Feels free to hate me. He's just... lying in there. Going, oh, shit, fire. It's a shit like Griff. I said, no one's that shit. I thought, that's uncalled for. Easy. <laughs> um... Easy, Kylie. <laughs> Calm down. Do you remember the game on the Mega CD? Yeah, that was that was really trash. I know, Saturn. It was Sega Saturn, wasn't it? Yeah, that, was that, awful. That, was probably, that was probably one of the first attempts to actually have live action, like... What'd you call well, it? Live was... action video a live action video game? Yeah, well that was their basically that was their way of rivaling Mortal Kombat, wasn't it? Yeah. And um WWE Arcade did it at the time as well, because Doink the Clown and Little Clown Hammers came oh, out of town. Was that an Undertaker would like crack of ever tombstone? Yeah. Oh, what did Sean so, Michaels do again? Um through Hearts at you. Oh, what did Bret Hart do then? Um I don't know, so ask me these questions. Kick you. <laughs> I didn't really like that game. Um, I was more it's one of the worst. Well, I, I like like proper wrestling games, not just Mortal Kombat, but wrestling, but not really Mortal Kombat. I liked um, was it Royal Rumble on the Super Nintendo? And he used to tell you at the end how many people you eliminated. Yes, that was the one. That was yes. that was the good one. And WCW, um, I think the Revenge on N64 used to tell you how many people you eliminated as well. You always pick Sting. You start the match with a baseball bat. Or always pick Sting. The Parker had a chair. Oh, did he? Yeah. I see how Kenny Omega's won all the belts now. What the hell's that all got? What the hell's that all about? Oh, my God, nice. And Big Kaz is back. Different name. There's too much going on, really. There is, and WWE are just sacking people. But anyway. <laughs> um, then we had a trailer for Nine Perfect Strangers. Um it was like 30 seconds apart from showing some stars I have no idea what it's about it's an adaptation of Leanne Marathi's novel which doesn't help me any way shape or form um, I'm sure it might be good um, but I don't really know I don't really know what do you think uh, of it? yeah it looks alright I mean none of these films are really like setting my world on fire at the moment we sort of went through a stage where there was absolute trash because no one was mm. making anything to a stage where suddenly everything was like released in like a fucking whirlpool. Like we're back, baby. Rah. To back to sort of like, I feel like we're just getting drabs again. But you do, Oscar season is just finished. You're going to get drabs for a little while because there's no point coming out yet because you're sort of, unless you're a film that's never really going to get recognised, you don't really get, decent films at this point because you'll be forgotten by the, the award ceremonies next year so well now it's going to be the time that all the films that were like delayed they've got to come out first yeah exactly so you're going to get all the all, now the cinemas are kind of will slowly open later in the year which um on that topic did you hear that apparently fast and Fury? i don't know if it's an english thing i think it's just in america they're going to release every fast and the furious movie like leading up to the new one so like week one, they'll release they'll re-release Final uh, Final Fantasy, they'll re-release oh. Fast and the Furious, and then Wow, Too Fast Too Furious. No, wow, Fast and the Furious. Then it was Tokyo Drift. Then, oh, I don't know, but they're re-releasing them all leading up to Fast and the Furious Nine. <laughs> Which suppose if, you, if you're a fan of the franchise, you would say they must make a lot of money to actually be at film nine. Plus oh yeah, a side movie. If, um, if you're a fan, then it's perfect. But for everyone else, it's just not going to affect my weekends at all. No, no. This is absolutely like, crazy. Um, another bit of news come about. So that was all the trailers, really, that we could find. Um, 
So Sylvester Stallone has been working on a director's cut of Rocky Four. Um, there we go. And I wanted to ask you, like, what do you want to see in a director's cut for Rocky Four? Um, I, I, I feel it's like near on to... perfect. I'm not perfect, perfect movie, movie. Rocky. Yeah. But, but I, I don't. I don't think I want to see. The problem is if you start giving us some background in Drago, does that not kind of ruin Creed Two a little bit? Um, I, I, I don't know what more you can show apart from more training and him to show off his muscles more. Trying to think, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, unless you just have an extra twenty minutes of Apollo just getting killed. Well, they haven't really announced like how long are. This director, I doubt it's a four-hour Snyder and <laughs> a Snyder cut. Um, maybe it gets rid of the robot. Happy birthday, Barley! Um, no, I never get rid of that unless, um, <laughs> like, obviously, maybe um, it shows. Oh, I was gonna say more training or more Drago fights or bumping out. Obviously, when Ben was on, he spoke about his record. Maybe they show, but if they haven't filmed it, I guess he can't show it. I don't know what else they would have. I don't know what else they can have. I'd, I'd rather work on a, a director's cut of Rocky Five that makes it not to be shit. Um, <laughs> in all politeness. Yeah, I, I think, think if, if, it can if, be. if anything screaming out for a director's cut, it's Rocky Five. Um, on that, apparently there's rumours that like Endgame, they may release a six-hour um, Endgame Avengers um, cut, which... Um, I feel really ashamed to feel like I'm not against it, but um, that's just because I'm a bit of a Marvel whore. A bit of a Marvel whore. Six hours. There's nothing extra I needed from that film. It answered all my questions. It left me in a good place. Hey, they said I love you three thousand. I feel like only loved me one thousand three hundred and twenty times. Unless it's the growth. Maybe he says I love you one, and she says I love you two, and you have to build until it gets to three thousand. That'd be a story I want to be a part of. I am inevitable. I'm Iron Man. Um, and the other big news, obviously, I, if you're often listener of the, if you're often listener of the show, we did release that Sony had made a deal with Netflix after their cinema run. Netflix gets the films, which obviously we then thought, does that not screw up like Spider Man being taken to Disney Plus to go with the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, apparently. Sony have now cut a deal with Disney Plus that after Netflix get it, then it can go onto Disney Plus. So uh, that sounds a bit messy. I, I just I just don't understand. Yeah, I thought it was rough. I thought it was rough and a little bit shitty, to be honest. It is massively shitty. And everyone would have seen it. Would have seen it. I doubt there's many people that don't have Netflix. So there's many people that don't have Disney Plus. Amazon Prime, I kind of get. If people got rid of the subscription service, I'm guessing Prime isn't for everyone. That that probably is the one that kind of lost out. But so, the Prime is the sort of one that you're not actually paying for that. Yeah, it's a bonus. Sure. That and the music are a bonus to you paying for a fast delivery service. At least that's how it works in my household. Yeah, you know, it doesn't work in my household. I just buy Prime. We used to do it for the actual thing. Yeah. Jesus, man. There's fuck all on there to watch. There's a little bit on there. Exactly, a little bit. Well, I, I suppose, like... It's got the worst navigation system as well. It, don't, it really, it really you, does. You have to almost, I can't even argue about that. You have to uh, know what you want to search for in the hope that they might have it. I only ever use it, obviously, when we're doing films for this. I will search in the hope that it might be on there. So then... You know, I'll challenge that. I'll challenge that. Sky Go have a worse navigational system. You click on a show, you type in a show, it yeah. doesn't even show you the episodes in order. Yeah, no, Sky Go is worse. But, yeah. but I'm cheap and I'm using Sky Go because um, I got rid of Virgin because Virgin was shit. Um, and I have to live with that. But I did just order um, an Amazon Fire Stick because I think my Xbox One's on its way out. Um, fire stick's alright I've got a fire stick I don't use it though I'll have, oh, I was about to say I'll have to hook you up to help me out I'll have to use it but have you, have you used it or have you just got one yeah I previously used it previously you... used it just because um, it offered different things but um, yeah because my Xbox One takes like <coughs> it feels like two minutes to load up 
and it's I, I, I've never I haven't played an Xbox game in years. It just purely is a Blu-ray player and Netflix, etc., etc. So yeah, I thought I'd get a Fire Stick and um, see that'd be a more temporary solution. Well, but we'll see. Um, that's pretty much it for the news. Um, a couple of things that this day in history in 1954 Seven Samurai Japanese film directed by Akira Kurosawa starring Toshiro Mifune is released I think I pronounced that okay I hope so good film Um, in 2010 Iron Man 2 directed by John Favreau starring Robert Downey Jr and Gwyneth Paltrow premieres in Los Angeles um, television debut 2017 of The Hands Made Tale, debuts on Hulu, starring Elizabeth Moss, Joseph Fiennes, and Yvonne Strafsky, based on a book by Margaret Atwood. Season four, I believe, is coming in a couple of weeks. Um, we got in 2017 Gwyneth Paltrow brand Goop and Cond Nast announced they'll be launching a quarterly publication together. That's about making candles, like I think vagina scented. I can't remember. Something like that. Wow. A bit weird. Um, in 2019, TV series The Game of Thrones, The Long Night episode debuts longest battle ever screened, nearly 80 minutes, surpassing Lord of the Rings' Battle of Helm's Deep. Uh, what else have we got? 2018, animated series The Simpsons surpasses 635 episode counts of Gunsmoke, highest number of episodes of any series of television and it's still going <clears throat> strong. One thing, going. Intru- one thing I found interesting. 1952. Mr. Potato Head is the first toy advertised on television. Oh, wow. Now he's not a toy. No. Now he's... No, it's just Potato Head. Just Potato Head. Um, it's weird. Mr. Potato Head doesn't sound offensive but Potato Head sounds like you're taking a piss out of someone. It does. And surely, well, I think does that it mean... sounds worse. It does sound worse. Like You're a potato head. head. Yeah. But Mr. Potato Head just sounds like, you know, Mr. Griffin, kind of. Mm. I don't know, it's just me. It's probably a meathead. Yeah, exactly. Like Spud. Why don't kids called Spud? That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> it's genius. Uh, 2004, Mean Girls, teen comedy film released starring Lindsay Lohan and written by Tina Fey was released. Have you ever seen Mean Girls? I love Mean Girls. Oh, good. It's a classic. Um, Do you Mean Girls 2, though? Oh, don't. Have you seen don't. it? Yeah. Oh, am I surprised by that? <laughs> Do you own it? No, I don't own it. Oh. Which is bad, because if I own one film, there's a sequel... I kind of have to do it for the DVD, but I'm having to kind of throw some DVDs out because I've been kind of told I can't buy any new ones until I get rid of some. That's the same so, with T-shirts. Yeah, same with T-shirts as well. Yeah, same with T-shirts. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Same with pop vinyls, but I won't get rid of any of them. So I've been really strict on which ones I buy now. But, but, uh, <coughs> if one has to go, it could be you, Chun-Li. I've got my eyes on you. Um in 2018, superhero film Avengers Infinity War sets new record for an opening weekend, earning $250 million in the US, $630 million worldwide. <clears throat> record set by demolition, man. Oh. Well, Here comes the axe. Here comes <laughs> the smasher. Um, and in 1939, Batman first appears in Detective Comics number 27. Oh, do you know who appeared in Detective Comics issue number one to 26? Oh, um, Superman. Google it. I don't fucking need to answer you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know. I just thought it'd be funny. Um, in 1941, Citizen Kane, directed by Orson Welles and starring himself, Joseph Cotton and Dorothy Conningor, premieres at the Palace Theatre in New York City. Um... And, oh, previous episode, 2000, Gladiator, directed by Ridley Scott and starring Russell Crowe of Joaquin Phoenix premieres in Los Angeles, um, one best picture. And in 2020, the first ever episode of the Paul and Griff show 
was released. Oh, like that. There you go. That is this week in history. That is all you need. I was trying to do some research on Detective Comics, but it's confusing, so I will give up with that <laughs> as fast as I'm in it. Um, news done. This year in history, done. Oh, as Griff said, here comes the axe and here comes the smasher. It's time to talk demolition, man. Give us some synopsis. Um, yeah, this is our last degree of separation. That's atrocious. And it's taken us to Demolition Man. Um, before we get going on this journey through space and diamond travel and freezers with your chips, Griff's give us some facts, figures, synopsises, and everything else you could do to get us in the mood for this. Demolition Man um, was premiered in Los Angeles, 7th October 1993, with its US release coming the next day on the 8th of October. Um, The UK got it on the 12th of November 1993. It was erected by Marco Brambilla, uh, which was his debut. Um, He only went on to direct one more movie, which was Excess Baggage, before going on to TV shows and short films. The story was by Peter M. Lenkoff and Robert Renault, and they both did the screenplay with help with Daniel Walters. It starred Sylvester Stallone as Sergeant John Spartan, Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix, Sandra Bullock as Lieutenant Lenina Huxley, Nigel Hawthorne as Dr. Raymond Cocteau, and Benjamin Bratt as Officer Alfredo Garcia, and Dennis Leary as Edgar Friendly. Uh, A police officer brought out a suspended animation in prison to pursue an old ultraviolet nemesis who is loose in a non-violent future society. He had a budget of $57 million. In his opening weekend, it made $14 million. Um, its worldwide gross was $58 million. So it made a massive loss with advertising and stuff like that, which kind of surprised me, and I think it surprised you as well. Massively surprised me. Obviously, we share um, the facts and figures with each other throughout the week. And, um, yeah, I couldn't believe that. I mean, it's become, I guess, in more of a cult classic. But there's a lot of these with sort of a nice little following that you kind of realise absolutely bombed. And this yeah. is why I don't understand why people sort of always said that they wanted a sequel. And you kind of think, well, go watch the fucking first one. What You know, no one obviously see that. So why are you talking about a second one? Yeah, it's crazy because you always feel it's, one. you always feel it's quite it's quite a big massive hit, but obviously not at all. Um, <clears throat> I mean, even like on Twitter when you know you you sort of announced we were doing this, the feedback was there was a, you know a few people that were kind of excited. No one really ever said, "Oh, what the fuck's that?" Or I've never seen De- De- Demolition Man. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, I love that film. It's a sleeper film. It's a good film." And but yeah, yeah, just um. Bombed, which is mental. Um, oh, Wikipedia says differently. Interesting say? enough, Wikipedia says budget of forty-five to seventy-seven million, and a box office hundred fifty-nine point one million. That's better. It's a sequel. We need it. I trust IMDb. Um, I trust anyone. Um, so obviously, if you if you're playing along. Um, as kind of previously stated, Jesse the Body Ventura is the reason why we're here. Um, we know Sag Me Gene. Sag Me Gene was in Predator and he's in this. Um, I'll, I'll throw the conversation out straight away. This is not as good as I remembered. I think the first half of the film is a lot of fun, but you know what? The The third act. The final act, I feel, really struggles. And I'm surprised. I don't know. It wasn't as good as I'd remembered. Everything felt like so rushed. Yeah. You you had a whole bunch of nothingness, like really kind of not important stuff like meals and all this. But then suddenly when they need to get bits, it was super, super rushed. And I was just like, what? 
nothing too much, isn't it, to to do jokes like the whole swearing thing, the free seashells, Taco Bell, just just how like the it felt like world um, is different. Yeah, you know how like Robo one, RoboCop was cool, mm. and then RoboCop two came out, and you thought oh, it's just not as cool. It feels a bit cheesy in comparison. Mm. This is like sort of RoboCop two. You know, it's sort of. I get it. They live in a world where you get fined if you get swear. That's cute, and you know, Taco Bell's the only franchise that survived. So, whether it's Taco Bell, it all feels a bit like: is this like an action film, or is it like a comedy? <clears throat> and the reason I think it's so important to say that is because Wesley Snipes' death is actually really fucking brutal. <laughs> it's brutal and easy, yeah. And it doesn't tie in with anything else, really, that you see in this film. No. Because nothing else takes you to that level of... I suppose the uh, eye, the eye and the pen, even though you don't see it. Yeah, yeah the eye and the pen, you know, insinuates, that's quite bad. But, um, yeah, everything else, you don't really see that level of sort of, sort of savageness. No, you don't. Um, it's... And it's it's a shame. I think Wesley Snipes does a really good job as as the bad guy in it. Um, I, I just didn't think it needed the whole storyline with the underground guys, and I suppose it needed a reason on why Wesley Snipes was brought back from incubation. It's just then you're wasting ten minutes while they do the joke about you don't exchange body fluids like when you have sex, you wear like headsets, which is obviously a massive prediction for like VR. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> uh, quite funny. I mean, I thought I would. I liked Sandra Bullock. I thought she had some. I mean, I know obviously we sort of joke about the comic relief, and we say it's not for everyone. But I did. I liked her having um, been a big sort of historian on yeah. sort of, I guess, our universe, but sort of getting the catchphrases all wrong and stuff like that. I thought some of those bits that, that I can't lie did make me chuckle. But overall, it was a bit all over the place. But it bugged me. You know, you're watching a film, but then you're watching a film to do a podcast on. <clears throat> she kind of being a little bit more picky. Like yeah. she feels, she feels like she knew everything about like Spartan. But obviously, yeah. you get egged to believe that Wesley Snipes is like he is greatest foe, and that's the reason why he's been he's put away. But she's never heard of him. Um, yeah. And if, if you're doing research on someone, surely you must know like why he's been put away. And that 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 kind of bugged me a little bit. But apart from that, Sandra Brook is a lot of fun. She's definitely the comedy relief of the movie. Um, yeah. And very young. I found it really awkward when she was kissing Sylvester Stallone at the end because she looks like 19. And Sylvester Stallone, I can just imagine being 50. <laughs> hey, come and give me some sugar. Huh? <laughs> I thought we'd do the mumbo-jumbo. Uh, the wham-bam. It's <laughs> just absolute, like, the giant Cringe, caterpillar. Um... <laughs> the pizza slice. Before we go into trivia, I've got some questions for you. Right? Uh-huh. Right. Right. Rat burgers. <clears throat> yeah. So honestly, right, if you had a burger and you enjoyed it, yeah. and I told you after, by the way, that meat was rat, would you have it again? If my only other option on the planet is Taco Bell, yes. We would... <laughs> But honestly, like if, if like you came on my house and I made you a burger and you enjoyed it, and I said, "Oh, by the way, do you know that meat's rat?" Would you be annoyed, even though you really loved it? You like that's the best burger I've ever had. If my only other choice is Taco Bell, <laughs> if I just literally like like tomorrow came out your house and you made me a rat burger, yeah, I, I would be confused and have some questions. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be. I'd be like. Well, Mate, what's going on? Like you've just made me a fucking rat burger. And it'd be a lot of effort as well. It would be a lot of effort. Because you'd have to like get the rat, grind it all up, mix it with like bits to turn it into a patty and all that. It just wouldn't make any sense for you to go so much effort. But, but do you appreciate the effort I've done? You've come round. I just don't know why you go so much effort. You know, it, it you're feels my, like you're, you're my best mate. Yeah, but it feels like you'd be doing it to fucking trick me. Well, I have kind of, but you've loved it. Well, no, because you'd still get angry, wouldn't you? Because you, why? Why are you doing that, Mister? I just thought it's, it's, it's a it's one of those questions, isn't it? Like, if you ate something, 
it's like if someone once once made me like a sausage before, like how did you find it? I was like, it's not too bad actually. Oh, do you know it's a vegetarian sausage? Nothing like that and at it's all. It's kind of like nothing like that. <laughs> nothing like that. It's nothing like that at all. <laughs> it's like you you know having a fucking cup of tea and saying, oh, I really like that. It tasted different, and I said, oh yes, because I pissed in the kettle. She did do the other day, though. <laughs> you would sit there and go, why have you pissed in the kettle? And go, I just wanted to see if you'd like it. It's like that. I just wanted to see if you'd like it. She didn't make me a cup of tea the other day. Like, what do you think of it? Said, yeah, it's a nice cup of tea. Oh, do you know, she put, I put um, oh, a different kind of milk in. I was like... No, but yeah, again, that's different... not, no, that's not the same again. <laughs> I know it's not the same, but still... Same. But, no, because but... we're talking like, you know, piss and rat burgers. You brought up, yeah, but I'm saying, but you're comparing it to like having soya milk or oat milk. That's it, oat milk. What you put? Oat milk. Oat milk's good, even though um, I think isn't owned by Trump or they're big favourites of Trump or something. There's a connection. They won't get into that on this show. But um, yeah, so yeah, I don't know. It's not the same. Oh, I, I, I just thought I'd, I'd ask you. Um, but if I second... like it, I like it. I'd just be annoyed how we got there. True, true. That would affect us. You could have just got KFC. Oh. Supposed to be rat for years, isn't it? They use fucking rats anyway. Exactly. Um, second question, like, is this Judge Dredd and Cliffhanger pretty much the same film? Oh, my God. I was going to say fucking Judge Dredd. Like, like, done bad. Obviously, Cliff Cliffhanger, he drops the, he drops the girl and, like, doesn't do it anymore. Judge Dredd, obviously, he's wronged and, like, iron the law. In here, he gets put away. Is that Can I just say, a... though, him getting put away in this, like, frozen for, like, a billion years, like, it's a bit fucking harsh just to suddenly take this guy's word for it as you get arrested. I, by I, way, I, think... I, I, by the way, I told him they were there, he didn't want to know. I mean, it's only worth a fucking conversation. I wouldn't just go, you son of a bitch, frozen for you. I just think it's crazy that like that, that criminals can live longer than law-abiding people. Like you're not aged, you, you get to be put away, and it's and it was you giving like therapy and you come back a better person or something, isn't it? Exactly. And like, okay, <laughs> so he just said, he comes out, out to... like, where's my wife? Oh, your wife's dead. Oh, yeah, fast <laughs> he hit that jumper. <laughs> Going back to the whole comedic side, like the really the comedic undertone of this whole film, he needed her a fucking jumper overnight. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? <laughs> but it, it just feels like this whole eighty, the whole nineties kind of Judge oh. Dread cliffhanger. It just all seems the same kind of blueprint. Yeah, no, they are. They they are, but horrors were similar at the time as well. Everything was very much just had sort of a blueprint, the structure to follow. But um, yeah, like I said, the more you put out the unnecessary comedy in this, you really think about it. And there was so much unnecessary comedy in this film. It feels forced, surrounded by um, like you know some violence. And <laughs> you say the the end death like it is, is very terrific. violent, yeah, but like. That, you that, that, I was say, the eye thing is horrendous. Yeah. It's all just surrounded by, you know, sort of pop tarts and bubble gum. It's weird. <laughs> like, oh, it's mental. I'm having that talking point, was obviously, I, I don't know why you, you hire Jesse Ventura. Uh, he's got quite a cool voice, right? Yeah. And there's even a bit where he's talking to the gang that he hired, that he, obviously he's got people out, and Ventura still isn't one to like talk. I, I, it's weird, right? Oh, big time. I don't know if Ventura was like a dick on set and like I, his lines were cut, but it just feels really. I don't even think you see his death. I don't remember seeing Ventura die. I remember him getting past the gun and he shot the. Um, Bad guy, whatever his name is, Crocto. But um, yeah, it's just a bit weird. And the the fact his name came up in the opening credits, 
And he got to like a, an hour and ten into the film. And I'm like, where the fuck is he? <laughs> He's not even here yet. Have I done this one degree of separation? He doesn't even show up. That would it's... just be the fucking fold. Uh, um, it was so it was like crazy weird yeah he's just just there just there and um, you might as well give Jack Black like a, a credit scene for them out that pretty much do the same thing because yes Jack Black is in this movie blinking you'll miss him but, do you know um, what I missed him it wasn't until obviously I was looking at the cast and that he popped up there and I thought yeah I missed Jack Black yeah, Jack Black. He doesn't even talk in it, but um, yeah, one of his um, very, very early roles is one of the Wasteland Scraps. I've got a picture of him, and um, later on in the week, I will be releasing that picture just to prove that I'm right, really. Um, originally, obviously, this movie was going to start in the future, but um, they decided to um, add the opening bit because if you don't, I love it the way they put it. If you don't show Kansas, Oz isn't all that special. Um, and yeah, that's the opening bit's a bit of fun. It's just, it's just fucking, what do you call him? Stallone being an action superstar as usual. And, and I suppose it's good that it shows Wesley Snipes doesn't have all the, he doesn't have all the kicks and punches that kind of has been programmed into it, which is very Matrix kind of inspired to kind of <clears> teach him. So, that was interesting. And apparently Wesley Snipes' kicks and punches. And the reason why they sometimes look lurking and awkward was because when he did them for real, they were too quick and they blurred on camera. So the producers asked him to slow down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Can you slow down, mate? Can you slow down? Um, and he hated oh. his hair, by the way, which obviously later on did inspire Dennis Rodman. But he, hate, he hated the whole hair. I think he looks really cool with the hair. I think it's but, cool. um, it sort of had a it worked well in the future as well. It kind of looked a bit futury. Apparently, as soon as um, what'd you call it, filming finished, he cut it. Oh, well, um, I suppose you don't want it in real life. Uh, you... <laughs> and obviously, um, one of the like cinema's greatest mysteries is the three seashells. Um, Sylvester Stallone has stated in interviews the idea behind the three seashells was that two were used like chopsticks to clamp together to pull waste out of the body, and the third was used to scrape what was left over. No explanation was made about how they were to be cleaned or sanitised between uses, and I want to add, or how many cuts they caused to your body. Like, what the fuck? Like, I saw you did some research. How did the research go? Uh, not very well. Well, I only Did had you the hear one, the ocean? Didn't I? Did you yeah. hear the ocean? I had the ocean, yeah. I had one, so I didn't go uh, particularly well. Because um, basically, I thought the rule was like one up, one down, and one to polish. That's what I thought I saw on the internet when I was searching. So, but I didn't obviously had that option, so I had to do one, one up, one, one up. up, yeah, one up, same down, and then smear. So it didn't really work out well. But we shan't go into that. I just yeah. imagine cuts. I just, oh, just. I just imagine that shit would be nasty. Well, it's good. Obviously, I've recorded it for the um, Instagram and Twitter, so that was going to get released, but I'm not sure if we should do it now. We'll wait for the Patreon. <laughs> the Patreon, only fans. Can't give, we can't give yeah. that shit away for free, literally. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, the computer voice, like in the car and all that, um, was the same computer voice in the thing, which I wasn't sure if you knew or not. Oh, no, I didn't. Now I do. Um, which I thought was interesting. Um, toys, you found um, lots of toys. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there was, there was actually more than I, I, I thought. I mean, obviously we found them. You got the song by Sting, which is in there, which is... We... Fucking... I'll release it later in the week. It, it's very forgettable, right? I didn't even know there was a song called Demolition Man. I always remember the song called Demolition Man. Always, I've always got confused because there was this song for Demolition Man and then um, Billy Idol did a song for Speed. Mm. And I always sort of got the, the two. Cause I've always, I'm a big fan of um, that title track, that people actually making songs yeah. to films. I think it's a lost art. So I kind of dug it all. But yeah, no, there were figures. Um, it, it, again, it made no sense because it falls in the hole. I mean, what rating was this film? 
Um, it was a, I think it was a 15. I'm not sure it was a 15. Do you uh, know what I mean, though? So you're sort of making toys yeah. for a film that the kids can't see. True, true. Days that, that weird. But what do I know? But they look cool nonetheless. I mean, again, like we go into people who've had figures. It's another one for uh, Stice alone. So basically, he's got this. He would have had Rocky, um, Rambo. So we talk about action heroes that are different characters made into figures. Mm. This is another one I'd expect to be on the list. So, and old yeah. Snipes would have had this and um, Blade, I believe. Blade must have had toys, surely. Blade would have definitely had toys. This is another one, another one with that. So that's interesting. And that um, journey. Yeah. I also had a video game, which um, I don't remember. But looking at it, I don't think it looked too bad. I don't think it looked bad at all, really. I mean, it's not something for the now. But I think at the time... Again, maybe like the age I was at, like Mega Drive, maybe like, <clears throat> why am I going to buy a game for a film that I'm never going to watch? Well, exactly. And then you sort of think, oh, I can't wait to to see the, the film. I was based 11. On this, based, well, on we were amazing, 11. based on this amazing game. Yeah. And it's nothing like it. It's very kind of like, kind of, kind of Super Smash, Super Smash TV kind of one. Um, that doesn't look too bad. Um, obviously, had a ping pong. I suppose every every film back in the 90s had um, its own little um, ping pong, pinball. Um, pinball. Machine. Um, yeah, old people. That's, that's a lot of lost art with things, isn't it? That's pretty cool stuff. It really is. I suppose, yeah, going to the arcades is kind of a lot, getting a bit of lost art, isn't it? Just, yeah. I suppose now the now thing is some movies get like fruit machines. I suppose everything's online now, isn't it? Yeah. It just, which is a shame. Um, uh, the development of erotic games for the Oculus Rift virtual reality headset was being compared to the virtual sex scene from the film. Um, to celebrate the film's 25th anniversary, Taco Bell recreated the 2032 San Angeles version of their restaurant, the 2018 San Diego Comic Con. Apparently, in some countries, it was Pizza Hut rather than Taco Bell because obviously Taco Bell is a very American thing. So, in some countries, that line was changed to Pizza Hut. It's oh, just pointless, isn't it? That's different. At least that makes sense. Everyone wants pizza. I do like pizza. I'd be happier with Pizza Hut. Yeah. Um, and the film found renowned reference lately during the COVID-19 pandemic. The film was seen as predictive when there were calls to end the practice of shaking hands and shortage of toilet paper, which I think is a long shot, IMDb. A very long shot, but I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, the, the, it said a body count at 72. As an action movie, it's a lot of fun. I don't know. I just feel it struggles in the third act a little. It kind of limps across the line, as you say. It feels a bit rushed. I think they're so trying to like put this kind of world together. It's like we need to finish this film now. Like oh, oh okay. Which I feel like they could have ended it to make it flow a little. It could have been a ninety-minute movie. I didn't think it needed to be on near on two hours. Yeah, no, like we said, there was loads. I felt was like unnecessary, and there was loads. It was. It's like they they had to make it an action film. But it wasn't sort of actually the bits they wanted in there. They preferred making a normal yep. sort of film, but they had to do the action bits and they kind of ruined it for them. I didn't realise this was before Speed. I thought Speed was first, but apparently this this is Sandra Bullock's... This must be Sandra Bullock's like first main role. It must be one of them. I mean, I don't think... I thought she did something before this. It's but, uh... Speed, but... Um... Just going for IMDb. Why are you going to tell me, like, produce? I don't know what she produced. Oh, Lost City of D she's going to be in. Oh, everyone loves the D. Um, Hangman, never heard of it. Hangman with the Burning Showdown, Who Shot Pat. Oh, that's a classic. Who Shot Pat? Demolition Man is the first one I've heard of. Yeah, it goes Hangman, Demolition Man, Speed. And while you're sleeping, the net, time to kill, speed two, cruise control. What a car crash movie that is. Or boat crash, sorry. Um, oh, <laughs> um yeah. That that that's pretty much not a lot left to say. Um 
I, I do think Wesley Snipes is probably better than Arnie in it in these scenes. But <coughs> yeah, just um, I don't know. I don't think I'll be in a rush to watch it again. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I didn't mind it. Go back and watch it because it's been a minute. But then also on on the same note, it, it's nothing that I feel I've got any reason to go back and watch anytime soon. Again, it's not like an annual one or it's nothing that I reach for when it's on TV. It just kind of just like, okay, cool, seen it. I prefer Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger's on. I'll, I'll always watch Cliffhanger. Man, it's a little bit different. Oh, and that's, that's Demolition Man. That is Demolition Man. And that just leads us time to do our top six and reveal what we're doing for season four. It is top six time again. And this time it is top six old school action heroes. Griff, what are our options? We've got, obviously, the man himself, Sylvester Stallone. Obviously, again, the man himself, Wesley Snipes, got Arnold Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Jean-Claude Van Damme, and Steven Seagal. Yes, for you all tweeting, there's loads of other action stars. But when you think action stars, these are like the first six that kind of spring to your mind. Um, I thought Jackie Chan, instead of like some of these, but he's more comedy. I, I don't know. When I think Jackie Chan, I think comedy, like Rush Hour. But So, um, yeah, th- these are the six that... We chose. Yeah, this, like I said, this was um, this was harder than I expected. To be honest with you, I felt the top of the end. I thought was too bad, but the bottom ones. Do you want to start from the top for once? Oh, do you reckon? Do what best to worst? Yeah, you've said that's more of a tricky one. Should we start at the top and work down? Okay, so I, I thought my best. I thought was Arnie. Yeah, I thought he said he said a lot more heavy hitters. You know, overall. Um, Predator, Running Man, Terminator franchise, you know, Last Action Hero. He's, he's got some big hitters, so I felt he had to be number one for me. Yeah, me as well. It's between um, Arnie and Stallone. Um, obviously, Stallone's got like the Rocky films, and Rambo 2's a bit rubbish. And Rocky obviously isn't an action movie. Um, when you think Schwarzenegger, apart from obviously going to his comedy roles, he has some real big heavy hitters. As you say, Commando, Running Man, Total Recall, yeah, just um, Conan, just 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 loads of action stuff. Um, so he was number one. Number two was Stallone. Um, I love Rambo. I know I've done it. I love Cliffhanger. I thought I loved Demolition Man. I don't mind Demolition <laughs> Man. <laughs> any crazy? Any crazy? You haven't seen a film in like ten years? You're just like oh. Just, just change my mind. Um, but yeah, Stallone is number two, and obviously he's still he's still punching out action movies, which is crazy at his age. He's still trying to spend all three billion. Oh. Um, yeah, Stallone's my number two as well. Same sort of reason. I mean, you list off his resume, self-explanatory. It had to be between these two. Anything else just doesn't feel right, in my opinion. Um, number three, I went for Bruce Willis. Purely based on Die Hard, this guy has pretty much got into this top three, hundred percent based on one film. Because looking overall, I don't really like remember any other action films that he did that sort of like stood out to me. But obviously, Die Hard, I feel like he's such iconic and so big. I feel like it's enough to push him through and get him into that top three. Yeah, agreed. Um, I thought Bruce Willis is actually in the same kind of spot. Apart from Die Hard, could, I don't know. There's probably an argument. Armageddon has a little bit of action, but it's not really. You don't really think action movie. No. Um, it, it's a real struggle with Willis. It just. I know there's probably people screaming, like listening, thinking we've we've missed something with him, but he just he went into more comedy. Like he, he's watching kind of like Sixth Sense, like drama films. He just. Yeah, apart from being John McClane, it was just yeah, just just left there. Um, number four is like Wesley Snipes, um, mainly for Blade, for this, Money Train. Um, uh, it's not really an action movie. What man can't jump? Well, I can't. Yeah, I can't throw that in. 
But yeah, I think he, do, he commands. He commands the scene. I love Blade. I love Blade Two, and he just action. He, he's. I think he's he's better than Stallone in Demolition Man. So I'll put um, Snipes in um, fourth place. Um, yeah, I did exactly the same. Um, it could be onto a sweep there. Yeah, and no, I, I put him exactly the same place there again. Um, roles that he's done, Blade's fantastic. I mean, Blade's a shout in itself that could have got him higher, but um, yeah, we enjoyed it. Number five, uh, five and six I found extremely hard, but I think overall, I think number five went for um, Steven Seagal. Um, he's only again really, I mean, he's done more action films. I remember when I was younger. You kind of sit there and think, man, he's so cool. Then you get older and you kind of think, like, oh, wow. And you kind of end up liking things like, um, oh, what's that film where he, like, dies in like, the first 17 minutes? I don't know. I want to see it if he dies then. Have you, have you not seen it? He dies in the first 17 minutes. I know he's in machete. He's in one of the machete movies. <sighs> um, oh, is, is it, who's in it? Bruce? Not, uh, is it Harrison Ford? Uh, he, he's in the plane bit and there's like we're not going to make it he goes you are and he shuts the hatch and dies I've never seen that we're not I've, to, um, I've not really seen see uh, I know we said before this I think I did have him in fifth but I've just kind of changed my mind literally like thinking John claude I've got John claude Damme in fifth mainly because Bloodsport um, Kickboxer and I remember as a kid my cousin shouldn't have showed me it, but I remember him showing me Cyborg. And he also, what's the... Um, Universal Soldier. The Universal Soldier. Yeah, but Dolph stole that. I can't remember anything that Jean-Claude Van Damme oh. did in that film. It's true. It's true. I, I just... Um, executive decision. Yeah, I, I just... Steven Seagal just kind of... He's my sixth, mainly because I love Under Siege. I think Under Siege is great. And I don't even mind Under Siege 2. Apart from that, I can't tell you a Steven Seagal film I like. Quite hard to kill. That's quite good. Which one was hard to kill? Um, see, I love the Jean-Claude Van Damme. What's the one where he kicks like a petrol barrel in someone's face and shoots it? I think Jean-Claude Van Damme was just more silly action. But hard to kill. Have I seen that one? I may have seen it, but it's forgettable. Like Some of the Jean-Claude Van Damme ones are just a bit more like like Bloodsport like good but, but blocks don't punch back yeah that's I know that's fair. not again that's not again I know that's not Van Damme that's the I mean, like the five, other guy yeah five and six though I mean they're the swings and roundabouts I mean they're, they're both trash so I don't think they're both trash that aren't going away they're both trash that are still hanging around yeah but they're both sort of they're cool it, it's kind of harsh because trash aren't so offensive but it's, it's like yeah they just they sort of do their thing they're both sort of I don't know, you, you kind of like, they feel like legends when you're young and sort of you get older and you sort of look at them a different, similar to like Chuck Norris, I guess. Yeah, true. And then Van Damme was one of the bad guys in one of the Expendable movies. I can't, one or two, I can't remember. Um, oh, about good lists. Boom. Let us know what you think. Yeah, and who else? Uh, we forgot as well. That's always interesting. Um, yeah, and like we said, um, this is the end of the degree of separation. It's been fun. We can't, you know, there's a good chance it will come back at some point because it's been a really fun um, season. But next up, we are going to more of a weekly watch. So instead of just doing one film review, we're going to be basically talking everything that we do. We're going to have set programs that we both have to watch, whether it be a film, whether it be, episode one from a new series that's been released we'll be saying from the vault like an old show something like that so we're going to dive around check out streaming services that everyone can get dipping out of um i said shows films all things and give an overall sort of review of what's going on and the times they are changing yeah and we'll give recommendations for like what we think you should watch in the week as well um so yeah, we are changing up. Um, movie news will stay. Um, we'll still dive into trailers, but um, yeah, just um, time to flip the switch. Trying to change things up in year two. That's the thing. Four. I mean, 
yeah, top sixes and quizzes, they'll come in and out. They'll float around like they always have done. If we find a good one for a certain week, we'll get involved. If we don't think there's a good one, we won't get involved. But it leaves a lot more talking points. Let's talk to you more because obviously we can decide whether we're going to stick with a show or sort of not stick with it and stuff like that. So um, it's going to leave it a lot more open for um, us to be us, I guess, and just have talked about everything wild and make each other watch programs that maybe we wouldn't even watch so we can recommend each other shows like RuPaul Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race, start your engines. <laughs> so, um, oh. yeah, again, um, final note, thank you for everyone who supported us in our first year. It, it's been amazing, the support we get and obviously the interaction that Griff has on, on Twitter and Instagram is very humbling. You guys are the best. And, um, yeah, it's just it's been a blast so this is only the start of the story now it's the story to, yeah let's see hopefully like oh should i watch this program this new program we'll probably chat about it so um take our word for it we'll tell you if it's shit or not yeah it's gonna lead to <laughs> even more conversation with people so it's gonna be better and if they want to get involved in the conversation where can they find us on instagram at paul and griff show don't find us on twitter where can they find us at Paul and Griff show and check out our link trees for links to everything else that sometimes has stuff going on, but currently not facts. Um, yeah, <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> we'll do it. We've got a lot going on. Um, yeah, again, thank you very much. We'll be back next week. Take it easy. Bye.